I worked a 12-hour shift. I didn't want to drive all the way home to Romeoville, where all my stuff was, because mm-hmm. I had moved it back in with my mom. Kasuda. What a cat did. can't hear you. Welcome to Beer and Fear. <laughs> Welcome to Beer and Fear. This is the 81st episode. My name is Paige. My name is Zach. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm sleepy too, and I'm uh, kind of hungry for tacos, so. Tacos? I don't know why. It's like, that sounds good. I might be able to make tacos. I love a taco. Um, this episode's on the toxic lady. Who I never heard of. You've never heard weird, of a lot of the stuff that I brought up. Weird name for a lady. That's her first and last name. Toxic Lady. <laughs> no middle name. Mrs. Lady. Mrs. Lady. All right. I'm into it. I think uh, I'm convinced that the beer you picked out is just going to be poison again, just like our poison episode. You almost got me that one. But now I know. It was, uh, actually, how was the last few days? Because we... Uh, oh, you recorded on Saturday. Yeah, we recorded not too long ago. Um... I worked uh, Easter. Easter was fun. Um, I went over to my dad's, and there were eight people there, and uh, they eight? hadn't uh, eight people. Yeah, they hadn't entertained that many people in a long time. Apparently, That's a lot of people. But we had lasagna. My dad made lasagna, and lasagna? we had salads. It's a lot. And um, these little brownie desserts, which were really brownie good. Dessert. And we played a game called um, Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Farkle. Farkle. Why does that sound familiar? Farkle. It's a dice game. It sounds very familiar. You roll six die, six dice, and then um, you, if you have one or a five, you get to keep the ones and fives, and then you roll the rest. And you're trying to get all six dice to be ones or fives. I promise you I have heard of this. And then you take that point, and you can roll the six again. Or you can get like three of a kind, four of a kind, you know, three pairs, whatever. You start playing Yahtzee again. Yeah, Yahtzee was fun. Um, but then if you roll and your rolls don't, if you don't get a one or a five on your roll, then you farkle and you lose all your points. Ah, farkle. And yeah, you say, everyone ah, says, ah, farkle. Ah, farkle. Actually, everyone at the table has to say in unison. There's three, two, one. Ah, farkle. And then oh, you go farkle. to the next person. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. There's a bug in here. Oh, dang it. Because sort of will get it. Uh, so Easter was fun. Oh, I, uh, uh, Ali and her sister who's visiting, they don't do Easter. So, yesterday it was their very first Easter. So I stopped at Jewel after work one morning. Did you get them Easter baskets. I got them two little stuffed animal Easter bunnies, mm-hmm. which are adorable. And um, her sister was sleeping here on the couch, and Ale was sleeping. So I had to go around and I got eggs and I Did filled them. Did you hide eggs? I hid eggs oh around the God. apartment while they were sleeping. I was really afraid to wake them up, and I put the two little stuffed animals here. And then we got Peeps, because they had never had Peeps before. Um, her sister really likes Peeps. I think they're disgusting. I think they're disgusting. They're disgusting. Yeah, they're gross. Um, yeah, they're not great. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
uh, I felt like I felt like a dad watching their, watching their kids walk around the house looking for looking for eggs. But it was it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of life changing things that have happened in the past like yes few months. So I I yes. need you to pump the brakes on yes. that one. No, you're not wrong. Okay, before we go into cargo shorts and New Balances, I'm gonna need you to. I already got my New Balances. I just need some new cargos. Just... Some dead. Pump the brakes. Dad tees. What kind of cars do dads drive? That's my dad drives an Infinity. Yeah, but your dad's fancy. Yeah, that's true. He just he did just trade in his Tesla. Well, like a Chevy, like a Chevy van or um, Ford. I don't know. Both most of the male influence I've had in my life, it's usually fancy cars. Yeah. That's going to be me. Be a fancy dad. Fancy dad. Can't fit yep. the kid's car seat in the back seat of my Miata. <laughs> Sorry, son. Can't drive you to school? <laughs> Your dad's. You get it. Dad has a reputation to yeah. keep up. Too stylish. Can't be Sorry, seen. Sorry, champ. Can't be seen driving around with a kid. Sport. Sport, pal. How was your Easter? Uh, it was nice. We uh, played a bunch of card games and we had, we do like thanksgiving but on easter basically yeah. as far as like how we cook uh-huh. some turkey ham stuffing stuff like, yeah, like what's the traditional easter food like uh, the body of christ you eat <laughs> may he be with you he is drink risen. his blood he is arisen <laughs> drink the blood of christ i don't know yeah it's just everyone just kind of cooks stuff but that makes sense like ham yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the turkey was good shit who was all uh who all was there we know your mom, your dad, mom, you, dad, sister, 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 grandpa. Nice. And then sister's girlfriend. Nice. Sounds like fun. It was nice. Sounds like a grand old time. The food was so good. I have leftovers at home. Hell yeah. Anyways. Good. Good shit. This is your episode. Oh no. Was After good. I did two in a row. I was looking at a text message. Glad for you to finally have a turn because I'm tired. Our beer. It's from Energy City Brewing. (laughs) They're located at 917 First Street in Batavia, Illinois. Yes, they are. (laughs) And I'm not going to do what they're about me section. Isn't it a video? It's a video. I'm excited, though, because, yeah, we we were talking about trying more beers by then. I'm glad you're you're following through. (laughs) Take a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. Our beer is called Bistro Pink Ambrosia. <laughs> Another Bistro by Energy City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How much you want to bet it's going to be just insanely good? Our first grapefruit-fruited beer. Oh, hell yeah. This divine brew is a heavy, heavily fruited Berliner Weiss <laughs> with pink guava, pink grapefruit, coconut, and marshmallows i'm excited that sounds incredible 6.5 percent abv so we're gonna get wasted i couldn't find it on beer advocate oh no page i didn't see it mm. but also they have so many bistro ones it's kind of you get you get lost and they're coming out your eyes all the time. yeah it does have an untapped and it's got a average rating of 4.3 out of five yeah out okay. of five okay okay so pretty solid ratings yeah um, let me, I'm pulling up the beer list so we can add this, but, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, you think we can just do the, the next 20 episodes of just Energy City Bistro beers? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> like, honestly, there was another one I saw that I was going to get, but this one sounded more interesting. <laughs> now, did you get it at Benny's again? Yeah, 
but I specifically was looking for Energy City Brewing. This other one I stumbled upon, and then I was just like, how can I not get this? I how also, can I not get this? I also stumbled upon a beer that uh, that we should try as a bonus, too. I'm glad we got some bonus beers queued up. Want me to get it? Yeah. All right. Let's try it. Get it. It's pink. It is pink. Oh, we got to invert and swirl again. Yep. Bright and lively taste. Best kept cold, served fresh, contains real fruit. Government warning, according to the Surgeon General. Stop. Is that just going to be the thing we do every episode now? <laughs> okay, what am I doing? Full and consistent flavor. So, invert. Okay. And swirl. And then back over. Hopefully it won't explode. Some nice swirlage. Ooh, it goes... Whoa! <laughs> God, I'm behind. I'm catching up. Oh my gosh. Oh, whoa. It's a tax your nose with grapefruit. That is just... That Woo! like sweaty armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah. Do you smell it too? Like I'm not crazy? You're at the gym for a little too long. I'm not crazy, right? No, but it's it's a little sweeter smelling. Yeah. It's like that mixed with fruit. Sweetie armpits. Sweetie <laughs> Oh, gosh. And it's thick. It's thick and pink. It looks like I'm drinking tomato juice. What is this, a clamato? It's thick and pink. Me too. Like the uh, <laughs> the Energizer Bunny's dick. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Zachary. It's so carbonated. Oh, my gosh. I want to drink it just because it's pink. But you know it's going to taste a lot like grapefruit juice. It's going to taste a lot like grapefruit juice. Did the picture turn out the bathe? Life is dynamite. Did the what? Did the picture turn out the bathe? Uh, it was okay. The I bent the little black backdrop thing the wrong way, so there's like a crease in it. You're embarrassing. I know. When are we getting those interns? <sighs> Never. To help us with the beer and the Jeez. pictures. Oh yeah, put her to work. You know that's a great idea. I'll, I'll talk to I'll talk to them about it. It smells like sugar and grapefruit. Yeah. Sweetie armpits. Fermented sugar and grapefruit. Sweetie armpits. All right. Coconut marshmallow and guava. Where's the marshmallow? I just smell sweat. That's small. Sweetie. A little sweetie. Why? Whoa. <laughs> Without the grapefruit, I would, let me tell you right now, I would be just, it's weird because I'm not getting as much grapefruit in the taste. I got it a lot in the nose, but I mean, the marshmallow, it's, why is this so, it's so, it's, it's, it's weird. What, what is the texture? It's weird. What is the texture? Yeah. It's uh it's a smoothie. It's like it's I'm drinking a smoothie. Like a smoothie. Yeah, it is. It's in the name. This is good. It is good. I wasn't expecting anything less from uh, oh. Energy City, though. Yeah, that's... Their, their beast That's beers. real fair. Yeah. I knew what I was going into. Oh, my goodness. I am into this. I get the grapefruit, actually, towards the end. It's like a, a sort of, you know... I know, but that... It's tart. Mm. 
That but initial the, taste, oh, just so good. Sweetness of the guava, the, co- uh, the coconut is interesting, and then the marshmallows. I can I can taste them all. This is just even the color. It's just so appealing. Did we discuss our top ones and our low we ones? Did. Yeah, the last episode. Yeah, it was a bistro smoothie. The bistro beer got number one. I have a feeling this one's going to get moved again, but I'm, I might just keep peeking, picking uh, Energy City. I think it'll... I might yeah. just keep bringing them back. You pick Energy City, and I'm going to pick other beers, and that'll be the rest of the... Well, I was eyeballing St. Laurent, but all they have is India Pale Ales, and I'm just like... They're worth a try. I'm not feeling that right now. They're worth a try. What was the consensus? Um, they said it smells like there's a guava drink in Mexico. Mm-hmm. They said it, it tastes like that, um, but I had to tell them what was in it. Uh, her sister said she liked it, but she doesn't like it because oh. I don't think she's a big fan of sour beers, but uh, they really liked it. They both thought it was really good. Really cool. The, it's a pink beer, bro. Mm-hmm. Like what's not to like about it? It's so sweet. So sweet and fruity. Well, much like, um, many other episodes, I came entirely unprepared. Um, you did say that this was a, a smaller case, a smaller you know, more niche topic, which I like that you do. I had never heard of the toxic lady and there is a small little Wikipedia section about her. I'm not going to go into too much of like, I don't know where you start with your stuff. Like, go on, but I'm just going to give a a background. My section is going to be pretty small on the smaller side, but I found something to read. Uh, It's from a, a website called unresolved. And it talks about a lot of, a lot of similar things, a lot of crazy cases. So the toxic lady, her name was Gloria Ramirez. She was born on January 11th, 1963, in the region of Riverside, California, where she would live for most of her life. Upon reaching adulthood, Gloria married and had two children, a daughter named Evelyn and a son named Angel Jr. Angel Jr. Angel. Angel. Eventually, her marriage came to an end, and she and her husband divorced. Gloria continued to live in Riverside along with her two children and a boyfriend. At the tail end of 1993, just weeks before her 31st birthday, Gloria was diagnosed with cervical cancer. Six weeks later, in February, she would learn that the cancer was advanced, meaning it had begun spreading into other parts of her body. Thankfully, it was not believed to be fatal, but Gloria was unemployed at the time, and she did not have health insurance, meaning her f- that her fight against cancer would be an uphill battle. Gloria's sister would later state that she believed Gloria had started chemotherapy, but it wasn't public knowledge. Gloria often kept her issues to herself, and for several weeks she silently struggled through her frightening diagnosis and the roadblocks it presented. That is, until one night in February of 1994. I was minus eight months years old. Uh-huh. I was negative, negative eight months. On February 19th, 1994, at around 8.15 p.m., Johnny Estrada, 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 called 911. I believe Johnny is her uh, boyfriend. Yeah, Johnny, who is Gloria's boyfriend, told emergency dispatchers that Gloria had had been struggling with nausea and vomiting throughout the day 
Whatever was wrong with her seemed to be escalating, and Johnny requested an ambulance to take Gloria to the hospital. The ambulance arrived, and paramedics transported Gloria to the nearby Riverside General Hospital. On the ride, she seemed to be suffering through some confusion and or delusion, and paramedics noted an elevated heart rate and some abnormal breathing. However, despite these scary symptoms, nothing seemed out of the ordinary as of yet. Gloria arrived at Riverside General and was immediately taken back to a room for emergency treatment. The staff began trying to sedate Gloria using uh, diazepam, midazolam, and lorazepam in a rather quick succession. Gloria responded poorly to the sedatives, and it was at this point that things began to happen very quickly. Um, Her situation worsened. It appeared to hospital staff she was now going into shock. The staff attempted to defibrillate Gloria's heart, but it seemed to have no effect. Immediately after this defib attempt, some of the hospital staff members began to notice a couple medical anomalies. Her skin began to look like it was covered in an oily substance, described as an oily film by some in the room, which was most definitely not sweat. Other staff members recalled an odd odor emanating from Gloria's open mouth, which was described as both garlic-like as well as fruity. Now, is it when you have, um, what is that? It's like a diabetic thing. If you have low blood sugar, I think your your breath is supposed to smell sweet. Sweet or garlicky? Couldn't tell you. Um, So she was uh, taken to the hospital, and they tried to defib her. It doesn't say if she died. Um, I don't know if she she died. Okay, well, I didn't I didn't read into the story. I don't know what happens. I wanted to hear it from you. Yeah. Oily film. Breath smelled weird. They tried to defib her. I don't know if she died yet. You tell me where she died. Where, where'd she die? February 1994. Tell me, Paige. What happened to Gloria Ramirez? She died. That's the end. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, um, I think... Uh, I mean, unless you want to keep going, I can probably... Mm. You, this is, like I said, it's going to be primarily your section because you talk... It's not going to be that long. I want to know why she's called the toxic lady. I want to know like what... Oh, you don't know anything about no. it? No. Oh. No, I didn't want to read anything. Oh, okay. I, I thought know, you knew more. I want to know what happened to her at the hospital and like why this is so notable, why this is like a notable case and what mm-hmm. happened. I know that something happened to other people mm-hmm. after she died. I want to know that. Mm, I'll take off um, where you left off with the woman taking her blood. Yeah, do it. Because that's when I guess the chain of events happens. Do it. Um, shortly after a nurse, after she was uh, admitted to the hospital, a nurse uh, drew blood from Mrs. Ramirez. And those in the emergency room began experiencing odd symptoms themselves. The nurse who drew the blood collapsed near the door of the ER and said she felt a burning sensation in her face. A medical resident also collapsed and experienced shakiness and shortness of breath. Other medical professionals attending to Ramirez experienced similar symptoms. A respiratory therapist fainted and lost control of her limbs. Several other staff members began getting sick as well, and an internal emergency was declared at the hospital. All emergency room patients were quickly evacuated to prevent the illness from spreading further. Um, I will say that this case is technically considered unsolved as to what happened. Unresolved. Yeah. Yeah, I I noticed I noticed that on the Wikipedia article, and I saw that there was quite a bit of information there. But again, I didn't want to cover too much of what I knew you were going to cover. Um, so many questions already. Oh, they noticed an ammonia-like smell coming from the tube where they went to draw her blood. Ooh. Yeah. The um, 
nurse who drew blood, Susan Kane, uh, passed the syringe to Julie Gorchinsky, I'm guessing, a medical resident, who noticed manila-colored particles floating in the blood. At this point, Susan Kane fainted and was removed from the room. Shortly thereafter, Gorchinsky began to feel nauseated, complaining that she was lightheaded. She left the trauma room and sat at a nurse's desk. A staff member asked her if she was okay, but before she could respond, she also fainted. Maureen Welch, the respiratory therapist who was assisting in the trauma room, was the third to pass out. The staff was then ordered to evacuate all emergency department patients to the parking lot outside the hospital. Overall, 23 people became ill and five were hospitalized. A skeleton crew stayed behind to stabilize Ramirez. Uh, At 8.50 p.m., after about 45 minutes of CPR and defibrillation, Ramirez was pronounced dead from kidney failure related to her cancer. So she did die. See, that makes me think like it's some sort of diabetic thing with the smell Mm -hmm. of her breath and kidney failure. Well, the county health department... Uh, was called in the Cal- well called in California's Department of Health and Human Services. Mm-hmm. They put two scientists, Dr. Anna Maria Osorio and uh, Kirsten Waller, on the case. They interviewed 34 hospital staff who had been working in the emergency department on February 19th. Using a standardized questionnaire, Osorio and Waller found that the people who had developed severe symptoms, such as loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, and muscle spasms, tended to have certain things in common. People who had worked within two feet of Ramirez and had handled her intravenous lines had been at high risk. But other factors that correlated with severe symptoms did not appear to match a scenario in which fumes had been released. The survey found that those afflicted tended to be women rather than men, Mm -hmm. and they all had normal blood tests after the exposure. They believed the hospital workers suffered from mass hysteria. What? Yeah. Uh, Gorchinsky denied that she had been affected by mass hysteria and pointed to her own medical history as evidence. After the exposure, she spent two weeks in the intensive care unit with breathing problems. She developed hepatitis and uh, avascular necrosis in her knees. Uh, Riverside Coroner's Office contacted Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory say that five times fast, to investigate the incident. Livermore Labs postulated that Ramirez had been using dimethyl sulfoxide a solvent used as a powerful degreaser as a home remedy for pain oh my god users of this substance report that it has a garlic like taste sold in gel form at hardware stores it could also explain the greasy appearance of ramirez's body the Livermore scientists theorized that the DMSO in Ramirez's symptoms might have built up owing to urinary blockages, blockages caused by her kidney failure. Oxygen administered by the paramedics would have combined with the DMSO to perform dimethyl sulfone, 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 mm-hmm. and DMSO2 is known to crystallize at room temperature, and crystals were observed in some of Ramirez's drawn blood. Yeah. Electric shocks administered during emergency defibrillation could have converted the DMSO2 into dimethyl sulfate, which is DMSO4, the highly toxic dimethyl ester of sulfuric acid, exposure to which could have caused some of the reported symptoms of the emergency department staff. The Livermore scientists postulated on the new detectives that the change in temperature of the blood drawn from 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit to 64 degrees Fahrenheit of the emergency room department room, 
may have contributed to its conversion from DMSO2 into DMSO4. This, however, has never been confirmed. I mean, the science is sound. Says the scientist. Says the scientist. The beer and fear scientist. Uh... <laughs> Uh, that that makes sense if she was using like a home remedy to cure her ailments yeah and then all of those because uh, the people didn't have those the nurse staff nursing staff didn't have those reactions until after they started defibrillating yeah right wow i'm reading about uh dmso a couple people had lasting effects from their exposure to ramirez's body um, nurse Sally Bolderis had to be hospitalized for 10 days due to sleep apnea. Um, Julie remained hospitalized for two weeks with uh, hepatitis, pancreatitis, and a condition that causes bone tissue decrease. That was the necrosis. Mm-hmm. She was restricted to crutches for months in the aftermath of it. Jeez. Uh, when they conducted the autopsy on her body, they wore moon suits. Mm-hmm. Because of the fear of being poisoned themselves. Like the ones that you can jump around on and it's like you're in a trampoline? Uh, like the springs in your shoes? Oh. That little kids get? You're funny. Yeah. I try. What a funny boy. How far are we in? I don't know. Hmm. It's it'll it's okay if it's a shorter episode. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm reading about DMSO, and it says um, it is marketed as an alternative medicine. So um, strange. But the use of DMSO as an alternative treatment for cancer is of particular concern, as it's been shown to interfere with a variety of chemotherapy drugs. Um, most sources agree that its history of side effects when tested warrants caution when using as a using it as a dietary supplement. Yeah, the taste is like it's like a garlic taste. That that makes a lot of sense to me. If they were able to affirm that that Gloria was using DMSO as her home remedy treatment, all of those side effects that she had make sense. And then it converting chemically to those other compounds and, and, and things like that and how it affected the staff in the room, I feel like that's a pretty pretty solid case they got. But it's still technically unsolved. Hmm. It's likely to blame for the toxic fumes that took her life. Oh, yeah. I When I was reading the Wikipedia article, it did say something about methylamine. It says, Some have postulated that Gloria might have been exposed to methylamine, which, if you've ever watched Breaking Bad, you know as a vital ingredient in the creation of methamphetamine. But that theory seems to rely on an even more ridiculous series of events that has already been noted. Wow. That's a toxic lady. What'd you think of the beer? I'm I'm just like, I'm like, uh, pulled in, you know? Because, again, I didn't do, I didn't do any research. Um, I didn't do my own research at that. Um, but like reading all this stuff, it's like your mind goes so many places. Like what the fuck happened? Is there a Buzzfeed unsolved video of this? Couldn't tell you. The beer is delicious. I taste all the things that it says in the can. The grapefruit 
It's definitely there in the smell. And oddly enough, I smell the marshmallow as well. Yeah, me too. Um, but at the end, like the finish of the beer too, it's very grapefruity, but it's also very sweet. Coconutty is a perfect com- combination with it. it. Everything works really well. And it's just the thickest. It's like got the mouth fill of a stout. Yeah. If not more. Um, another great pick by Energy City. Good job. Yeah, good job. I do good work. What can mm-hmm. I say? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I will say if they had picked a different fruit and continued with the ambrosia, like with the marshmallow, the coconut, I would have liked it more because grapefruit has this bitterness to it. And I guess that's to offset how sweet it is. Yeah. But. It's interesting. Because like with the pink guava, if you had just done like a different fruit with that, I would have been like. Maybe like orange. Tossing it back. So good. But again, I think the bitterness was probably to offset how sweet it is. Yeah, it's. It's a combination that strangely works, but I, just like you, I'm not the biggest fan of grapefruit. I yeah, like it. I'm not it. a huge grapefruit fan. I like it. The and first I can time eat I it, drank, but... no, grapefruit for me, mm-hmm. the first time I drank it, it was like I was regurgitating stomach acid, but willfully choosing to drink it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's weird. It's not my favorite. Um, I was like, oh, delicious. It's juice. It must be great. Pour a big old glass, take a sip. <laughs> Disgusting. I guess it works in this beer, but I agree. I, I mean, they've got plenty of other bistro beers, which I'm sure are, are fantastic. And I'd be down to try more. Hey, Energy City. I'm sorry, not Energy City. Saint Laurent. Let's let's give it a shot. Even if it's just even if it's an IPA or something we've had before, I'd be I'd be down to try them again. I'll keep an eye out next time I'm at Benny's. Which, by the way, it's it's funny going there now and walking down the beer aisle and seeing more and more and more beers that it's like oh i've tried that oh i've had a beer from there it's pretty great that's what i like about doing what we're doing our website's beerandfearcast.com you can listen to all of our podcast episodes on there just click on the episodes button at the top of the page or in the sidebar Uh, every episode comes out wednesday at noon unless i'm lazy in which case it'll come out whenever i release it Uh, but wednesdays at noon we try to keep it consistent 12 p.m central time um, you can also check out our, our episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you listen to podcasts and we're not on there, let us know. You can uh, shoot us an email at beerandfearcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out. I really want to do something with those flights. Someday. I was too, uh, I was too hopeful, too you wishful were. at the beginning. You were. We'll do something with them. We'll do some special episodes. But I told you the thing we got to do. We just use pick that to top. pick the top one, the top one from like the whatever. We'll many. have a we'll have a few. We of could those. do like a bracket. Yeah, we'll have a few. Oh, we to find like, the best yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a beer bracket, like March Madness. Do you know how many beers we'd have to buy? How much beer we'd have to buy? Oh, and that sucks too because some of them are some of them are not bad made anymore. And some of them, yeah, aren't made well, I said anymore. Would be good ones, so it wouldn't be bad. It'd be good ones because they'd be in the number one spot. Oh, the number one spot. We'd okay. be doing the number okay, ones. Okay. Yeah, just the number one beers. Yeah. Okay. So, like, All right. episode one through ten, the number one beer from that episode. Candy Crushable. Yeah. So, just that. And they still sell Candy Crushable. Well, your number one was Candy Crushable. Mine was Bad Squatch. So, we'd get both of them? I, yeah, maybe. Like, and just compare the two and figure out which one was the best from that series based yeah. off of what we're picking. Oh, I'd be down. That yeah. sounds like a great idea. I have great ideas. I do. Have a good day.